Chris Exusian joining us right now. We got ourselves a fun one in Quail Hollow, Charlotte, North Carolina. Chris, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm back from vacay, rejuvenated, ready to go, man. I got the sun, suntan. I'm nice. I'm ready to go for the summer that is fast approaching. That's for sure. But first of all, let's not bury the lead. Your daughter, she was trying out. How'd she do? Well, I just got her there now. Uh, she's got her soccer trial, her second one today. Uh, yeah, she's got a lot of fight in her. You know, she's got to work with some skill things, but she's a brick wall out there on defense. So, I'm talking uh, about. Like I said, you can't teach size. <laughs> can't teach size. I'm telling you, man. My daughter, the way she eats and, and the size she is right now, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing like center back slash goalie, and it's exactly what you just said. You can't teach size, man. All right? I like it. Well, we wish her the best of luck, and we're cheering her on. That's for sure. But, uh, Let's get to it, Chris. First of all, how did you do in the previous PGA Tour stop last weekend? A little bit surprising, the guy who ended up winning it. We've been hearing his name for quite some time, but he finally came through. All right, well, it's funny you brought that up. Uh, I got bumped for the uh, for the manager over here of the Philadelphia Union, so I made my debut on the line change, and uh, I think I made a nice impression. Uh, I hit a raptor shot over there, 80-1 to 1 on Keegan Bradley, first-round leader. Oh so goodness. we were free-rolling the rest of the week, so it was a real solid week. 80 to 1. I forgot about that. You texted me. Oh my goodness. That's going up to the rafters. 80 to 1 leader after one, Keegan Bradley. Why? How? How the hell did you come up with that? Well, he had a lot of really good uh, track record there at that specific course, uh, Florida courses in general. And especially first round, it was just a perfect storm for him. And uh, the number was absolutely right with it as well. Got a really value on and he was actually playing really well the last few tournaments and in the field in general he was like fifth uh t to green which i was really shocked about in that field so uh it was a good spot for him couldn't close out on sunday he played the best golf out of everyone honestly it just it just didn't work out for him on sunday some guys just crumble on sunday and he was just one of them oh man that is incredible uh well that is absolutely going up to the rafters uh, I, you know, I gotta give it up. Gotta give it up. Chris Exusion. Now the third ticket in the Victory Lane Gambler Hall of Fame over here. Oh my goodness. Chris Exusion, you did it again. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's see if you can do it again this weekend at Quail Hollow. No pressure. Yeah, right. Uh, but this is a fun one. I, I always, I don't know why I like this course. Maybe it's because I was in North Carolina for all those years and, and I know the love and respect they have for the game of golf with all the beautiful golf courses all the way through that state. And this one is just a beautiful track. Um, but I enjoy watching it. Well, it was the Wachovia, wasn't it, for a few years? Yeah, they changed it the first union. They've, it's just been bank after bank after yep. bank, and this one stuck, stuck a little bit. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're at the Wells Fargo. All right, excellent. Let's get to it. We know what we do. We fire up DraftKings, take a look at the odds-on leaderboard, heading into this bad boy, mixing it up with Chris Exusion. You can follow him. You better be following him at Chris E-Bomb and at OTT Matchups as well. And uh, let's take a look. JT, I believe, was the leader. Uh, John Rahm and JT tied at 10-1 to 1 to get the job done. Bryson, Rory. I think we got 11 top 20 golfers competing. Xander Schauffele, as always, every one of these guys can win. Let me ask you this, though. Who's a big-name golfer that you are fading this weekend? Who I'm fading this week? I would say Patrick Cantlay. He's a guy I'm fading. Uh, he's just had a really bad stretch of golf this season. Besides his uh, West Coast swing, he's had three missed cuts and two straight missed cuts. He's just been really bad form ever switching time zones, so he's a guy that I'm fading. 
All right, Patrick Canley, right now you can get him at 30 to 1, and uh, that's to win it all. Uh, 250 plus 250 for top 10, but stay away from Cantley, Exution is saying. All right, as far as John Rahm, JT, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory, Xander Shoffley, those are your top five. Who's a guy or a player or two that you're looking at that will be in the conversation come Sunday? Let's put it that way. Well, it's the two guys on top of the board, uh, JT. He played unbelievable last week. His only problem was he lost seven strokes game putting, which is pretty outrageous. Uh, he was still eighth after everything. So uh, he was t- putting terribly. Uh, I don't expect him to putt as bad. So I expect good form from him. He's great off the tee, which is going to be the most important thing here at this course. Distance, uh, strokes gain off the tee. Accuracy is not going to mean as much. So the Bombers are going to have fun at this course, that's for sure. And John Rahm, uh, he's a guy I think that could definitely win this. Hasn't won yet on tour. But he just checks every box. He's in, he's literally in the top uh, top uh, twenty and and shows gain off the tee around the green. I mean approach and uh, yeah, he's just he's just a guy that uh, has been doing so well. A bunch of quiet top tens, honestly. This might be his tournament where he breaks through. All right. Um, as far as a number for this weekend, you feeling like we're going to see a, a, a low number shot? How about leader after one? Let's go there. What do you think as far as leader after one? What's that number going to look like? Skip the golfer for a second. What's that number going to look like? Uh, I'm going to say like a minus six. Okay. Um, it's a long course. Uh, there's par fours that are monstrous, so you really got to hit it well off the tee. Uh, that's mm. going to be really important. If you're going to want to get birdies here, you got to have distance off the tee. That's going to be number one. And the long irons are going to be important as well. So uh, I think with that kind of situation, I think you're going to look at like a minus six. Okay. When you say a long course, uh, we know about the green mile. It's at 16 to 18. Um, obviously, we go to Bryson DeChambeau. Is he a guy that you're looking at for this weekend? Well, it, it's so hard because you think like Bryson – the biggest bomber on tour, he hits it out of the rough all the time really well. Even though the rough's not going to be that penal here for the most part. Uh, he's a guy that you, you kind of have to look at, whether you're doing with daily fantasy or betting-wise. I'm personally not playing him. I'm in the rare minority of not playing him, but it might burn me at the end for the most part. But he is a guy that, when when it's all said and done a long course, he should take advantage of this course. Yeah, and it's just tough because it's tough to pick against him because ultimately he's got – Three clubs in the bag. It's driver, pitch, and uh, and the putter. So you know, like a course like this, he's going to bomb, and he's going to be he, leading the way as far as distance is concerned on the, on this course this weekend. But I don't know, thirteen to one to win it right now in DraftKings Sportsbook. You can also get him uh, top ten plus one thirty eight. So that's plus money, plus three hundred for the top five. And maybe you could talk me into the top five for Bryson DeChambeau on DK Sportsbook. All right, let's get over to leader after one though. It's not even, you know, look, you, you, you've been picking leader after ones for us all season long. Let's keep it cooking. Six under for tomorrow. Who are we looking at? Who can compete with that number? There's four guys I like, three pretty big long shots, one kind of chalky. The first one I'm going to go into, probably my favorite, Emiliano Grillo. Uh, taking out the PGA Championship, uh, he's had the second highest gross game total for first round at the Quail Hollow Club. He, 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 could pull, he almost pulled it off last week. He was really close. He was in the hunt. And then Keegan Bradley just did a little bit better than him, but he had a really good first round at 66-1. to 1. I really like him there. Cameron Davis, 100-1. to 1. Uh, He's eighth in strokes gain off the tee. He's a big bomber off the tee. He's ninth in driving distance. Inside the top 30 for par three and par four birdie or better percentage. 
So that's going to be real important here to run up the score, especially these long par fours. He can drive that ball real well. And uh, I think that's going to be a really important thing here. And 101, I absolutely love it. Uh, Keith Mitchell, 110 to 1. Mm. He leads the field strokes game total with two rounds of Quail Hollow in the first round. And his highest he had at uh, a little over five strokes game total. He's been in the positive in the strokes game off the tee, 14 of his last 17 first rounds. You really need to be good off the tee here, and he's proved that in the first round. So at 110 to 1, I really like him there. And Patrick Reed, including the PGA Championship battle in Quail Hollow, he's second in strokes game total. Uh, he's a guy that plays really well here in the first round. So for 40 to one for my more chalkier kind of play, and he just got, he got cut from the last tournament and you might see a little more fire from him early. So 40 to one Patrick Reed there as well. I apologize. I got Mitchell. I got Reed. And who are the two other golfers? Uh, we got Emiliano Grillo, 66 to one yep. and Cameron Davis, a hundred to one. Nah, Davis was the one. Okay. So Davis, hundred to one. Yeah. Juicy. There's a lot of, Really big numbers for leader after one. Now, normally it's, don't get me wrong, but, uh, I mean, jeez, we go all the way up to <laughs> plus 350, 35,000 right here for Martin Trainer. Let's just do it. DA points. He's out there at 35. Michael Kim. Why not? Let's go. Hunter Mahan. Pete, Patrick Cover with a name like that. Why not put a, a couple dollars on him? Why not? We're talking to Chris Exution. All things Quail Hollow. PGA Tour stop here. Uh, teeing off tomorrow. Look forward to it. All right, um, you know what we normally do? We mix it up. What about as far as matchup plays? What's a golfer or two? Who's a golfer or two that you're looking at as far as matchups are concerned? So I like two matchups for the week. My first one is Bubba Watson minus 114 versus Shane Lowry. Uh, Bubba Watson's been tearing it up a late. He's been really playing well with the uh, you know off-the-tee approach game, everything else. There was something I found out here. There's six players in the Wells Fargo field in the top 20 in off-the-tee key degree and approach. Those six players are John Rahm, Corey Connors, Emiliano Grillo, Victor Hovland, Bubba Watson, and Tony Finau. So these guys have been playing so well during the entire season. Uh, they've been in the top 20 in, in those categories, which says a lot about their game. And Bubba Watson just drives the ball better than Shane Lowry. He just pretty much does everything better than besides the putting game. But I'm not too concerned about that. Strokes game putting is not going to be a huge deal here. Yeah, you're going to have to putt well to, you know, advance and everything. That's kind of an obvious. But the greens aren't as difficult here because it's such a long course. So Bubba Watson, minus 114 versus Shane Lowry. And finally, I like Tony Finau, minus 130 versus Patrick Cantlay. I told you I'm fading him this week. Uh, I think this is a really good spot for Tony Finau. He had a very quiet tense at the Masters. Very, not talked about much. He's great off the tee. He fits this course very well. I just talked about being the top 20 in all those categories. Real solid. And he's minus 130 against Patrick Cantlay, who's kind of a touted golfer. So I think that says a lot. The books feel strong about Tony Finau. So minus 130, Tony Finau against Patrick Cantlay. Boom. All right. Loving that. Little matchup plays. Once again, at OTT matchups, mandatory. If you don't already, you better be following at OTT matchups where Chris goes live before every tournament and, of course, puts out his place throughout the course of the tournament as well, happening all weekend long. Um, all right. So we went through matchups. We went through golfers that you think will be in the in the conversation come uh, Sunday to win it all. We also went over leader after one. What else are you looking at for this Quail Hollow tournament uh, ready to tee off tomorrow? I'm looking at a couple of top 20s and 10s and a couple to win here. Uh, I like Tony Finau plus 110, a little like the juice on your side. I think he's going to play real well. 
I talked about Corey Connors being in that top 20 of those categories. He's been playing unbelievable. One of the best strokes gained off the tee players. Plus 138, you're going to get him there. Bubba Watson, plus 250, talked about him earlier. And Emiliano Grillo, plus 225 for top 20. Those are guys I'm looking at. Uh, top 10, John Rahm, plus 110. Same deal like Tony Finau. Joaquin Neiman, he's been playing fantastic. Awesome off the tee, plus 355 for top 10. And Will Zalatoris, plus 335 as well for top 10. And I like both of those. I like those three guys to win as well. Joaquin Neiman, I was able to get him 36 to 1. Uh, John Rahm, I got him at 11 to 1. And I got Will Zalatoris 30 to 1. So those are the horses I'm liking here. I love it, especially with the horses, too. Did I tell you, hit that Kentucky Derby winner. Not quite uh, 80 to 1, leader after one, Keegan Bradley, but still 15 to 1. Nice little winner there. You know what? disappointed about uh, i was listening to my father-in-law he wanted to put in some bets for the horse races and i was like okay sure tell me what you like and tell me which one you like the most and we end up going with the favorite exact the box uh key well exact the key mm-hmm. box and uh we put the favorite there and then i forgot the my arizona wildcat that trainer guy the, the silver fox over there I didn't realize he had one of the horses. I want to bet him to win. Yeah. That was just bad on my part. Yeah, and, and it, it, I keep it simple with him. If he's in it, if he's got a horse, I'm betting it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it's obvious. That's you, what you do. You have to. Winners. Yeah, you, you have to. I mean, at this point, he's Saban. He's Belichick. He's Brady. He's Tiger. <laughs> I mean, he really is. He's LeBron James yeah. in the finals. Like, this dude, back-to-back Kentucky Derby winners with the same jockey. Incredible. Incredible. Well, I got to give you a lot of love and praise Chris because unfortunately I was out on vacation I had no idea that you did win that 80 to 1 we will get that up to the rafters uh, fantastic job leader after one I, I say it every time you come on this show there's nobody better breaking down the game of PGA of golf and uh, we're lucky to have you join us every single Wednesday but uh, best of luck on all your plays once again Follow Chris at Chris E. Bomb and at OTT Matchups. And if you missed anything of this conversation, at foxphlgambler.com is where we podcast all of our interviews. Chris, always a pleasure, my friend.